0: Now, The Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800 with Dr. Morissette, brought to you by the Quebec Association of Chiropractors.
1: It's 7.06 on CJAD. Dave Kaufman here with you for the Back Doctor Show. Welcome one and all, and we're joined as always by Dr. Morissette. Hello, Dr. Morissette. Good evening.
0: How are you, Dave? I'm
1: fantastic. How are you?
0: Oh, very good, very good. When it's still daylight when we come here, I think it's a very, very nice thing. A wonderful uh, yeah, feeling. Yeah, because usually you come here and it's already dark, and now it's... Still daylight. But I can actually see the sun outside the window. There. This is
1: it. And, and now we've got this till uh, till the end of October. That's it. So we so can enjoy the lovely and weather enjoy and it. watch yes. it, as it as the magic happens behind me out the window and the magic happens over the radio airwaves. That's it. Every month you bring in a different special guest. And, and uh, I
0: have a very special guest tonight. Would Dr. you introduce her? Yes, Dr. Louise Marcotte. Uh, she's a chiropractor for the last 16 years and she's developed a very special interest in scoliosis, And scoliosis is quite a complicated thing to deal with, and she's done some special work on that, special studies, and she has uh, a technique that is very, very uh, personal to her, and she's had a lot of success with it, and she's uh, here to tell us all about it, and she knows much more about it than I do. Because, uh, you know, when you have a little niche and you go into a special. Uh, speci- well, it's not a specialty per se. Uh, she do- She also sees uh, other kinds of, spe- of uh, conditions in her practice. But
1: uh, but it's good to know that if you have yep, this issue, yep, that there is an expert in the it. field.
0: And uh, a lot of people know one or two people that have a scoliosis. But I must admit that sometimes a patient would come to me and they've had a previous x-ray from a doctor in the medical field. And they say, well, I was told I had a scoliosis. And then I take a, X ray of them and I said that is not a scoliosis but the word scoliosis it's it's not really well understood by the population. So the listeners here will have a much better uh, knowledge of what scoliosis really is tonight after Dr. Marcotte has finished giving her uh, her knowledge on it. And before Sharing. we
1: uh, before we introduce Dr. Marcotte, let's uh, just remind everybody the phone lines are open if you have a question for our esteemed back doctors, 514 790 and uh, as well as the website, chiropratique.com, C-H-I-R-O. P-R-A-T-I-Q-U-E dot com. If you need a back doctor, the toll-free number is one 292 4476 Welcome, Dr. Marcotte. Ah, thank you. How are you?
2: I'm very good. Thank you. Yourself?
1: I'm, I'm excellent. I have a, a litany of questions to ask. I think the most important one, if we're discussing scoliosis, is what is scoliosis? <laughs>
2: Indeed, yes. Scoliosis, um, well, a lot of people will... Uh, about scoliosis in terms of lateral deviation of the spine but really what you're looking at is very much like a coil or a spiral and it's uh, it's by definition a torsion of the spine so it it has a rotational component to it so that's why a lot of people have been told that they have scoliosis because they have some some sort of deviation in their spine but it doesn't mean that it is scoliosis because it needs to be uh, in a torsional Fashion in order to be called scoliosis. How does
1: somebody know if they really do have it or not, or Mm -hmm. if they've been misdiagnosed?
2: Well, that's the thing. I mean, uh, for screening of scoliosis, there are uh, different signs that you should be looking for. Uh, First of all, when you look at a patient or uh, just a loved one, you want to look at them from their from their back. And of course you need to have them get undressed so putting on, on a sports bra and something like that in order to be able to really see the back. Okay. So you want to look at the uh, shoulder height, see if one of one of them is uh, higher than the, than the other one. You want to look for a prominent shoulder blade or just a a hump on the back. Uh, You want also to be looking for an uneven um, waistline. So if you have something that's more hollow and more flat on one side, then you can suspect that there might be scoliosis there present. And also you want to look for any um, inequality in, in in the pelvis, so meaning one hip would be higher than the other. And the most, uh, let's say, definitive and, and um, reliable test that you can do would be to have the patient f- bent forward, and then you'll be able to see if they have a hump on their back. And the way you, uh, we doctors will, um, uh, let's say, um, measure how much uh, rib hump there is, we would be using a scoliometer. So it's a very specialized uh, eye, uh, tool that we use to measure scoliosis
1: okay so when you say that somebody can look and see if their family member has it they can Mm -hmm. I mean you can sort of do it with the untrained eye but obviously much better for an expert right
2: well that's the thing if you see two of the signs that I have uh, just told about Mm -hmm. then you can you know pretty much be uh, certain that there would be scoliosis, then we would send them to someone like a healthcare provider who deals with scoliosis.
1: So this would be some sort of a hump on the back, uh, one shoulder higher than the other, or um, uneven level for the hips too, right? That's
2: right, and also the waistline. Oh,
1: the waistline, sorry. Yeah. Okay. So those four checklists, and if you hit at least two of them, then uh, you should probably be calling the toll-free number and finding a chiropractic doctor to speak with. That number, of Mm -hmm. course, is 1-866-292-4476. We're with Dr. Morissette and Dr. Marcotte, a colleague of Dr. Morissette's on the Back Doctor Show. Dr. Marcotte specializes in scoliosis, and uh, there are different types of scoliosis, right?
2: Oh, there are many types of scoliosis, but the most frequent ones would be idiopathic and degenerative. So the idiopathic scoliosis is what you find more in in children, and it's pretty much like a growth defect. And uh, the reason why we call it idiopathic is pretty much because we don't know the cause. That's why we idiots. <laughs> so idiopathic means we without a known cause, and um, and it happens in children anywhere from. You know, it can almost be from birth till, you know, the end of growth period, but most often it will happen in the adolescent years. So that's when you see most uh, uh, idiopathic adolescent scoliosis appear. Whereas if you look in the adult population, then you will be able to see two different types of scoliosis. Then you'll be able to see the idiopathic, which have grown older, Plus, around the age of 50, uh, there is a second type of of scoliosis that can appear, which is called the degenerative scoliosis, which stems from degeneration of the spine that leads to kind of instability and, uh, you know, uh, ends up in a a spinal deformity like scoliosis. So, in terms of, of frequency, so how often do you see scoliosis in children? With idiopathic scoliosis, uh, we see a prevalence of about three percent of the population. So it's not something that's you know you don't see all that often, but only one uh, percent of this three percent will n- require treatment.
1: Only one percent of Above the three percent okay. would
2: require treatment because okay. the the curve would be severe enough that you would seek treatment. And otherwise,
1: my... the answer would be what?
2: Well, some waited out pretty much. And that's that's what normally we would do. So if you would you were to detect a scoliosis at the age of, let's say, 10 or 12 years old, mm-hmm. and they have like, let's say, 20 degrees of Cobb angle, that's how we measure the curve, then you would be, you know, it's like this, the threshold where you, you would uh, probably start thinking about treatment. So, treatment would mean, in this case, probably giving them exercises, like speci- scoliosis specific exercises and also eventually if the curve gets worse they will need bracing
1: okay like a back brace exactly poor kid
2: but it's uh it's a, they they need it's not like just any back brace it's really a like scoliosis brace that they will need
1: we're uh, in conversation with uh, Dr. Morissette and Dr. Marcotte here on the Back Doctor Show on cj 80 Dave Kaufman here along with you until 8 o'clock. You can give us a call if you have uh, any questions for the esteemed back doctors. 514 790 0800. The toll free number to find yourself a chiropractic, chiropractic doctor would be 1 866 292 4476. And we're going to check traffic right now and we'll come back with much more. <music> This
0: is The Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800.
1: 7.18 on The Back Doctor Show on CJAD. Dave Kaufman here with you, along with Doctors Morissette and Marcotte. Brian Kallisar on the board. And, uh, well, we're talking about scoliosis today, which affects a lot of people. And um, we were just getting into the, st- uh, the statistics. For example, it affects 3% of children. How many adults are affected by it?
2: Hmm. Well, that's the thing, because roughly you see 3% of the population in, in children, but when you reach the adult age, the prevalence increases with age. And when you reach around uh, 60 years old, then you see 30% of the population. Oh, Wow. That might have scoliosis so it is something significant so a
1: third of our uh, of our listeners over the age of 60 are potentially suffering from scoliosis Absolutely. right now what are they what are most doing are most seeing a doctor to fix it or are most walking around in pain
2: most are running around or walking around in pain well in that case you should you
1: should probably be giving us a call here tonight uh, to speak with Dr. Mark five one four seven 514 790 800 is the number at CJD and if uh, you want to reach out straight to uh, chiropractic.com and find yourself a chiropractor one 292 4476 do we know what uh, you said with the children that it, it's often unknown it's uh, idiopathic that's right do we know with adults where it stems from
2: well you see uh, the 3% that had scoliosis when they were kids, of course, still have scoliosis, so they're part of the statistics. But then uh, when people reach the age of around 50 years old, then a second type of scoliosis appears, and that is related to uh, the actual degeneration, so the uh, wearing wear and tear of the spine that leads to instability and eventually uh, can cause scoliosis. And it, in in this type of scoliosis is called degenerative, and it can be very de- debilitating, much more than the idiopathic, for example, because it is unstable, so, and it can lead to nerve compression in the spine. So what call, what we call um, spinal stenosis. So it's a very severe condition that that can lead to incontinence and and uh, you know uh, something very serious in the legs also.
1: Uh, By leading something to light, does this mean an an inability to walk?
2: Eventually, yes.
0: I have a question. What about, uh, I know that uh, the scoliosis patients that I've seen, and uh, uh, they're of a certain age, 50 or 60 or even older, and you have a a very uh, close, let's say the floating rib on one side is actually touching the top of the uh, the hip, not the hip bone, but the pelvis bone. Mm -hmm. And uh, so talk to us about Uh, what happens in the internal organs uh, of this patient.
2: Well, that's the thing. I mean, we will talk about progression later. But as the patient ages, of course, they are being compressed by gravity like we all are. But if your spine looks like a coil, of course, you're being compressed more than other people. And the thing is, the ribs eventually, in some severe cases, will... Touch the the um, the inside of the uh, the iliac bone, so the the hip bone, and that can lead to a lot of pain. Also, of course, so um, and the problem is with progression in the adults is that eventually, uh, because they are being compressed, the internal content of the abdomen will not change in volume, but because they're being compressed, the, their hearts and lungs will be compressed.
1: 514 800 is the number to speak with doctors Morissette and Dr. Mark Hutt. It's the Back Doctor Show on CGAD, and we're talking about scoliosis tonight. And uh, let's go to Carol, who's on the line. Hello, Carol. Hi. Hi.
3: You can hear me good? You're, yeah, talking. loud and clear.
1: Go you're ahead. on the air.
3: Okay. Well, I have scoliosis, and I had uh, an operation when I was 17. I had uh, Harrington Rod put in yeah. in 1976. Mm-hmm. And now I'm 57 years old, and I have chronic pain, and I'm talking chronic pain everywhere in my body. If it's gonna rain, if it's whatever, mm-hmm. but I have never ever heard of what a chiropractor can do for scoliosis.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, good thing I'm here. Yeah. So, um, well, there are many things we can do. Of course, yours your condition is is uh, quite special because you have a fused spine. So, for our listeners tonight. Uh, uh, Leslie's spine has been fused with uh, metal rods, so it cannot move anymore. So this is a special, uh, you know, condition that might require special care. Um, but yes, you know, something can be done. We can prescribe exercise. We can use a brace on you. So there are, you know, different types of modalities that can be uh, that can be used.
3: So you're basically talking about people that have scoliosis that don't have
2: uh, a
3: fused spine and no. a Harrington rod.
2: No, no, not at all. What I'm saying is your your situation is not common. No, not not everyone who has scoliosis ha you know have had uh, fusion in their spine uh, over the past. Okay, but it,
3: it, they usually fuse yeah. your spine if it's over uh, 32 degrees crooked. Well, there. nowadays,
2: nowadays it's more like fifty degrees, but they still use, you know, um, metal rods. But the techniques they use now is are very different. They're okay. not. You don't use uh, Harrington rods anymore. Well, they still use metal rods, but they'll use uh, a different technique uh, that that they have used on you.
3: Okay, but so I go to the uh, the physiotherapy, they give Good me exercises. Mm-hmm.
2: It doesn't do anything, nothing. Mm-hmm.
1: Really? And
3: that's not helping. No, it doesn't help at all.
2: Well, and in that so case, you might be a candidate for uh, a special type of brace that is supple, that is dynamic, and it uses elastic bands to provide some support. And from what I've seen, you know, I've used it in many pe- people who've had... Uh, You know spinal fusion surgery and a lot of them have been helped I'm not saying all of them have but you know in a lot of cases it's worked really well And where would Carol
1: be able to find that if she if she wanted to seek out something else
2: thing? There's not a a whole lot of people who deal with scoliosis in the city of Montreal. I'm and i am uh, using this particular brace it's called spinecore maybe you want to look it up on, on the website so spinecore.com and uh, it's it's you know it's it has been designed for the correction of scoliosis in adolescents but it's been used since then in adults who have pain and who have scoliosis and i have a few patients who you know have had sp- spinal fusion surgery and have benefited from this from this brace
1: Thank you so much for the call, Carol. We uh, hope that uh, you uh, have less pain soon. Uh, this, sounds, this constant pain sounds like something that a lot of people are dealing with.
2: Unfortunately, yes. And a lot of people who have scoliosis will have to deal with chronic pain.
1: And um, what would you suggest is the best way to get through the day?
2: Well, depending on the severity of the curve, that's the thing. I mean, if, you know, you have a small curve, then you can probably just exercise and get regular chiropractic care and you'll get away with it. But for those people who have more severe curves and have a lot of pain, then probably bracing would be, you know, combined with exercise and chiropractic would be their best option.
1: Can it be cured?
2: unfortunately no.
1: So it's just about management?
2: It's management, but in in adolescents who are still growing, so the key factor is growth. So if you still have some growth left, you can grow out of the deformity if you are properly braced.
1: ChiroPractique.com is the website if you need a chiropractor, C-H-I-R-O-P-R-A-T-I-Q-U-E.com. This is the Back Doctor Show on cj Dr. Morissette and Dr. Marcotte. I'm Dave Kaufman, and tonight we're talking about scoliosis. Uh, Dr. Morissette, I'll ask you, how often do you see this in your day-to-day business?
0: Not very often. As we described before, the, the actual statistics, there's not that many people out there that have a scoliosis, but... Uh, in, in my time of, uh, I've seen, I would say maybe a dozen, but we're talking about maybe 40 years of practice. Wow. But you uh, see, they don't know, the population doesn't know that chiropractic can help. And uh, with the proper bracing, the proper exercise, uh, and especially seen before the, the spine is fully grown, Uh, that's the key. I think the key uh, component is to see the patient before they are physically uh, fully grown. And uh, what I just noticed now is that in the past, I've seen Harrington rods. I've seen patients that already have the Harrington rods. And we, when we take the x-ray, well, there's not much we can do with manipulation, adjustment of the spine, but we can adjust the cervical spine and sometimes we can adjust the lumbar spine because mo- mostly the Harrington rods are in the middle of the of the back, like below the neck and above the lumbar spine or just a little bit into the lumbar spine. But what I was going to say is that the 50 degrees that they now wait for a Lippmann deviation. Yeah, is now 50 degrees, but in in her case, Carol's case, it was like 32 or, or more. So I would ask Dr. Markut, why did they? Why are they doing that? Is it because the Harrington rod? Uh, below was that or we can wait after the yeah that's the what show. i thinking. we'll Sorry. definitely
1: get to that and so much more we're talking about scoliosis tonight on the back doctor show uh, something that uh, is very debilitating and uh, i'm also curious and hopefully you can remind me but after hearing what you just said dr morris said about uh, growth i imagine what can trigger a parent to knowing that their kid is actually suffering from scoliosis versus going through growing pains so there's that and so much more to get to tonight on the back doctor show on cj80
0: Now, The Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800 with Dr. Morissette, brought to you by the Quebec Association of Chiropractors.
1: 736 on The Back Doctor Show on CJAD. Dave Kaufman here along with Dr. Morissette and Dr. Mark a specialist in scoliosis, which is the uh, the topic du jour here on The mm-hmm. Back Doctor Show. Uh, we've got some phone lines open, 514-790-0800. But in the meantime, let's go to Bruce. You're on the show. Bruce, welcome. Yes, Hi. Hello
4: okay um I was uh, diagnosed i think uh, a week and a half ago uh, mm, sorry my to hear chiropractor that. of uh, spinal stenosis oh um now I'm, i he he told me that it's possible to stop it from progressing with uh, chiropractic uh, measures and uh, exercise mm.
5: uh,
4: is i mean uh, is that possible? I mean, does it stop it uh, in its tracks, or does it continue to be uh, a Well, it's problem? very hard
2: for for me to say just like this because, of course, I've not examined you, I've not seen your X ray.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But uh, you know, depending on the severity, depending on what your spine looks look like looks like, you know, there is a possibility that we can at least stabilize it. Okay. but it's it's really a case by case thing. You know, There's, I can't just give you a recommendation online like this, but, okay. um, but I'm, I'm sure, you know, if your doctor said so, probably he'll be able to help.
4: Okay, because uh, uh, the lower part, uh, if you look at my back from the back side, mm-hmm. uh, the the spinal that goes down, and then you have two vertical lines uh, mm-hmm. that, are, that are supposed to be level. Yeah. My my on the right side, the upper line is uh, nine uh, cent, nine millimeters mm-hmm. uh, off, and the lower one is fourteen millimeters off. Is so that, your that your,
2: is? your pelvis is tilted. That's what I'm yes. hearing, right? Okay. Yeah, yes. yeah, that is uh, very very often times you know associated with uh, with scoliosis, especially if you have the degenerative type. Mm-hmm. We often see you know pelvic obliquity. We call it uh, that's. Okay. Um, that's associated with scoliosis.
4: Okay, so if he tells me that uh, it's possible to uh, to stop the degeneration in the uh, spinal column with uh, chiropractic care and exercising,
2: well, you make sure, of course, that you follow the recommendations, you know, in terms of, of exercise because it really is related to your core muscle strength. You know, okay. if you want any, any type of stability in your spine, of course, you need to reinforce the core muscles. Otherwise, well, you know, you, will, you would have a tendency to collapse eventually uh-huh. over time.
4: Yeah, that's, that's why I, uh, I, I joined the gym and uh, have a trainer to... No, uh, oh, good for you. Mm -hmm. help me along with that so okay so i if i continue the way it's going i shouldn't have to worry about uh
2: well again it's it's very hard for me to say but eventually you might want to look into you know dynamic bracing because Mm -hmm. eventually that's you know um if your curve gets gets worse then you might need some extra help and dynamic bracing with you know using elastic bands might be an option for you
1: Thanks a lot, yeah, but, Bruce. Hope you feel better. By the way, I just wanted to
4: let her know my age. I am fifty-five.
1: So
2: oh, okay. Uh,
1: so right in that magic number. Mm-hmm, I mean, uh, sixty, much. fifty-five. Yeah. Th- thank you so much, Bruce. Really hope uh, everything goes well for you, man. Let's uh, let's continue. We got another uh, caller on the line, uh, Jan. You are on with Doctors Morissette and Doctor Mark Hut.
5: Hi. Hi, Jan. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Um, I've had scoliosis since I was uh, fourteen, mm-hmm. and um, there's been a lot of advances since I've had it done. I mean, when I first uh, was diagnosed with it, they weren't doing it here yet. They weren't doing it. I had to go to the States for it.
2: You mean have, have what done had exactly? Had the surgery. Oh, you had the surgery. Here. Yeah, I've had a Dwyer mm-hmm. and a Harrington. Okay.
5: And um, I, and it's, it's true, it doesn't it, it doesn't get better. It You know, I've learned to manage and live with it as mm-hmm. best I can. I mean, I've had plenty of other operations due to it.
2: Oh, I'm sorry to hear that.
5: But uh, when I first had it done, I was in a body cast. Mm-hmm. And uh, now I guess they don't do that. But, uh, no, they
2: don't. The techniques have uh, evolved tremendously, and it's a good thing because, of course, you know they, they didn't know any better back then, and they tried different things. But now they have uh, they ha- have been using pedicle screws and and rods, and it appears to give better results. But as Dr. Morse said was saying earlier. the the threshold at which they will suggest surgery has increased tremendously. It used to be in the 30 degrees, and now uh, surgeons will start suggesting it around 50 or 60 degrees of of cob angle. So it's uh, because they have noted, of course, over time that um, it's sometimes better to leave the spine mobile and just try and do things around to keep it from progressing rather than than fusing it.
5: Well, that's it. They fused it and then I've had like 11 surgeries up until oh, now. Oh my god,
2: I'm so sorry to hear that. You know,
5: mm-hmm. and uh but I've had terrific doctors, you know, yeah. and uh you know, I'm I'm grateful for for, you know,
2: for mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm.
5: But when I as you said too, uh, it was just noticed uh by my mother that I was missing a
2: shoulder blade. Uh-huh.
5: Yeah. You know, and it just all stemmed from that. Mm. And, uh, so one
2: of your shoulder blades was more prominent and the other one appeared more... It was, more, like, turned right in yes, right with the other, uh-huh. mm-hmm.
5: you know, and she thought that was very strange. Yeah. And
2: that's when, uh, you know... That's everything. why a lot of uh, people, you know, that's why we see a lot more scoliosis in the summer because that's when, you know, the parents will see their children in a bathing suit and that's when they probably, uh, you know, notice all these uh, uh, clinical signs that, that pertain to scoliosis.
5: Uh, yeah, I like to, you know. I like people to be aware that you know you've got to like, really study your, the body.
2: That's right. You look at your children, you know, and from the age I was going to say that Dave, very important that you start screening for scoliosis around 10 years old. Of course, that can be done before, but around ten, that's just when the growth spurt happens, and that's when scoliosis get worse.
1: Thank you for the call, Jan. Okay, really you're appreciate it. Okay. Have a good night. Good evening. Uh, like I was saying before, how does a parent know that it's scoliosis and not growing pains? Because you hear about well, that, that in kids. Well, that's the thing in children. You don't yeah.
2: necessarily have pain. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, not because you have scoliosis that you have pain. And I have a lot of patients who don't have scoliosis and have pain. So it's not necessarily related. So that's why we really need to be looking for it in our children. And look for the signs that we've uh, enumerated before, and especially have them been forwards. So that's when you really can see where the rib hump is.
1: Let's remind people of those signs again. There were mm-hmm. four different signs that Actually, you mentioned.
2: There were six. Six, okay.
1: There you go. See, I only remember four now, <laughs> so I'm happy right. we're going over it again. Don't
2: worry about it. So, first of all, you want to look at the shoulder height, okay. make sure they're even. You want to look at the shoulder blade that's more prominent on, the, on one side. 99% of the time, it'll be on the right. That would be more prominent. Um, you want to look for uneven um, waistline. And also, if you look at, the, at your child, you might see that one arm is hanging away from the, the pelvis more than the other. So the distance between the arm and the pelvis would, would be more on one side. You want to look for uneven high, uh, hip heights. Also, you might have you know tilted pelvis, and also if you have the ch- child bend forward, you will be able, able to see the rib hump, which is called a gibbosity, that can be measured with the scoliometer.
1: And once again, um, if you see any of these signs, you want to get to a chiropractor. Uh, and the phone number that you want to for the Association de Chiropracticiens du Quebec is one eight six six. in the meantime you can call us we still have one more segment to go with Dr. Morissette and Dr. Marcotte on the back doctor show on CJD a whole lot of topics to get to as well we also have Sharon on the line we will get to you Sharon Um, and we do want to talk about when to treat and different types of treatment such as the ones that Dr. Marcotte offers This is The Back Doctor Show on CJAD 800. It's The Back Doctor Show on CJAD. Dave Kaufman along with Dr. Morissette and Dr. Mark Hutt, our special guest today, talking about scoliosis. And uh, boy, we've had a lot of very interesting calls and a lot of uh, very interesting comments on it. And uh, Dr. Morissette just said... um, you know, the demographics seem to be lining up to what you've said, Dr. Marcotte. A lot more women than men are affected by scoliosis.
2: Yes, indeed, and uh, there actually are eight out of ten people, who, you know, who are women that have scoliosis.
1: What can we explain that? Is there something? is no. there a reason there no
2: well there can be a hormonal factor but again there is no definite proof for of anything that's why we still call it idiopathic
1: let's uh let's go to Sharon she's been waiting patiently on the line for uh, Dr. Marquette and Dr. Morissette hi Sharon you're on the air
6: Doctor, I see I have pain you know when I walk eh? and it seems to be coming from my spine and I was wondering if it would be advisable to see you or Dr. Marquette
0: well, you see, it depends on the origin of your pain. Uh, how old are you, Sharon? Well,
6: I'm not young. <laughs> well, that's okay.
1: Sharon, if we could ask you to just turn your radio down as yep, well in put the background, the radio please. Down. Thank you so much.
6: Yeah, thank you very much, Doc, uh, Dr. Morris.
0: So how old are you, Sharon?
6: <laughs> well, I'm not young. <laughs> I don't want to say my age, but I'm not really young.
0: Well, nobody will know. It's just to no, give I'm us an, an older idea. Per- I'm, of not, what- I'm an
6: older person.
0: Okay, so are you uh, in your 70s? Could be, yeah. Could be. All right. So basically what happens is that if you have never seen a chiropractor before and you're in late 60s, 70s, uh, there are definitely some compensations that have happened in your spine throughout the years with bad posture, uh, little accidents, uh, falls, jolts and jars. Uh And basically what's happening is that the pains that you have now – could stem from something that you've done or you've been doing for many, many years. Uh uh Doesn't mean you have a scoliosis. We are talking about scoliosis tonight, but then again, uh, the uh, occurrence of scoliosis is not that widespread, Uh so, what we would do in your in your case, we would definitely take an x-ray of your spine. Yeah. We take x-rays standing up, which is really different from lying down because your body is now uh, actually uh, working. It's weight-bearing. So there is something happening with the muscles so that to keep you upright compared to lying down when the muscles are not really working. The only muscle working is your diaphragm, basically, for you to breathe. So... Uh, once we've established what's going on with your uh, posture on x-ray well then we can determine why you have pain Uh, is it a muscle pain is it a nerve that's irritated, pinched or entrapped in the spine or uh, so on and so forth, do you have disc thinning do you have degeneration of the articulations, do you have arthrosis arthritis, osteoporosis and on and on and on and
2: scoliosis maybe
0: (laughs) yeah well that's it, uh, if you have that I think you would know if you're of a uh, later age uh, you would probably know that you have one shoulder higher or one hip higher and your shoulder blade is sticking out more than the other and uh, in that case well then we'd have to to deal with what we have found on the, our examination so would you describe your pain a little more f- for us sharon
6: well when i walk eh? see if i sit i don't feel it but when i start to walk eh, i feel the pain coming from uh, like i say it's from my spine
0: now, when you say your spine, because the spine starts from under the skull all the way down to it's the. It's like you second.
6: know where it would be. You know where the knee is. Well, much above the knee, it's like. Uh, how can I explain around there? I, I think in the
2: buttock area. Pardon? In the buttock area? No,
6: not the buttocks. No, it's like. Um, I don't know what you call that. I. Th- I th- I think it was the spine.
0: Hmm. You were talking about the knee area? Well,
6: it's not the knee. No, no, it doesn't. No, the knee, it has nothing to do with the knee, but it's above the knee, like much above the knee. Mm-hmm.
0: So in other words, you're talking maybe about scoliosis, uh, uh, sciatic, I mean.
6: I don't know what it is. It's just uh, when I walk, I, I feel it. It hurts.
0: Because, you know, the sciatic nerve starts from L4, L5, uh, S1 area, and it goes down your buttock, goes down behind your, your leg, your thigh, and can go all the way down to your toes. So that that could be w- Would part- you
6: be able to, uh, if I came to see like you, would you be able to do something?
2: Yeah. Uh?
0: Well, I'd have to examine you first to see yeah. what the problem is and uh-huh. what the origin of your of your pain is, and yep. uh, then we determine w- how we can address the problem. And uh, but we'd start like I said before. We start with an X ray.
6: Yeah. yeah, I understand. Yeah.
1: Uh, Sharon, thank you so much for the call. Hope uh, you uh, hope you get better.
0: Hello.
6: Yes. yes? Is it possible? Uh, so, is it better to see you or Doctor? Um, the
1: other doctor that you have on. Dr. Marcotte. Yeah.
0: We're both very qualified for a situation like yours. It all depends uh, where you live. And uh, I think by calling the uh, 800 number that we give out for the association, they will give you the chiropractor that is closest to you, either Dr. Marcotte or me, depending where you live, or another chiropractor that would be even closer to your uh, residence.
1: And I'll give out that number right now, Sharon, and then we'll give it out again before the end of the program. It's one 4476. Thanks so much for the call, Sharon. Uh, let's talk a bit about uh, different types of treatment, Dr. Marcotte.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there are basically three stages to treatment. So first of all, well, it can be just observation. If the curve is less than, let's say, 10 or 15 degrees, then uh, you know you might just want to wait and see what happens because some of the curves will not progress. Some of the curves will progress. So if the curve gets worse and goes uh, you know, to 15, 20 degrees, then you might want to start pre- uh, prescribing exercises. And by exercises, what we mean is a very specific type of exercise that's really uh, used only for scoliosis. It's not just your general uh, fitness. It's really uh, specific to scoliosis. And very few people are trained to prescribe exercises for scoliosis. So that being said, you go from observation to exercise, and when the curve gets worse, if it does, you will uh, have to use a brace. Now, there are different types of brace available now on the market. Uh, Most of them are rigid, very much like a cast that's uh, made out of plastic, and it immobilizes, so passive immobilization of the spine. And the downside to that is that eventually you you cause a muscle wasting, muscle atrophy, and eventually that does not help with the stability of the curve once you remove the brace, once the kid has finished growing. And more recently, a new type of brace has been invented uh, by some uh, orthopedic surgeons here at St. Justine's Hospital, and it's been 20 years now that it's been used uh, all around the world in 30 different countries with a lot of success, and this particular brace is called SpineCore. SpineCore is a dynamic brace, so why do we call it dynamic is the reason why we call it dynamic is is because we do not immobilize. On the contrary, we use elastic bands to create movement and reinforce the muscles, and also stimulate the brain to work in a different position. So, it's a revolutionary product, and it works really well. It's been used, you know, all over the world by uh, orthopedic surgeons, by physiatrists, by chiropractors, by osteopaths, by f- physiotherapists, with you know, great. Uh, it's it's a great hope for people who have scoliosis so that being said it's being used for children for the correction or stabilization of of the curve while they are growing and spine core can also be used in adults to treat pain and progression so of course we cannot correct adult scoliosis but we can improve their you know their quality of life so by improving the, the overall posture prevent progression Because we know that, you know, a lot of people have been told, well, you have scoliosis, you're finished growing, so don't worry about it. And that unfortunately is not true because we know that curves that have, you know, that measure more than 25 degrees might gain a half or two a degree per year. So it can become significant over over the time. So that's why it is important that, you know, they seek treatment and be aware that their curve might get worse.
1: I think the the big thing that I've taken from, from this hour mm-hmm. is that... Uh, Hope is not lost if you no, have scoliosis. That not at that all. there are ways to manage the pain. Absolutely. There are ways to still be functional. Um, I can imagine that a lot of people come into your office very down and very sad
2: yes because you know they've been told that well there's nothing we can do especially you know the medical doctors because when you go to a surgeon which is in charge of scoliosis treatment in our society in at least here in Canada you know if you're finished growing then there's really not much they can do for you because Mm -hmm. they're not going to be using rigid brace because rigid bracing is not used in adults so they will either prescribe medicine or you know surgery
1: Dr. Uh, Marcut, I want to thank you so much for joining us this uh, this pleasure. week or this month on the Back Doctor Show on CJAD. Dr. Morissette, we'll be back next month. Yes, we will. And uh, any idea what what people can look forward to? Or uh, we'll I leave don't it a know su- yet. We'll leave it a it's surprise the then. Yes, yes. Uh, but a, a fascinating uh, hour and a lot of insight into uh, scoliosis, along with uh, well ways to get better. Thanks to Dr. Marcut. Uh, my thanks to Dr. Morissette and Dr. Marcut once again. The one eight hundred number to find uh, for the Association de Chiropracticiens du quebec nine two four four seven six 866 or chiropractique.com, C-H-I-R-O-P-R-A-T-I-Q-U-E.com.